Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. Ever wanted to be a counsellor? Margaret is a counsellor. She has her master's and she shares what it takes to be a counsellor and a fear that she overcame of not feeling good enough. So, yeah, I work across the uh, the lifespan so wow. with uh, children and adolescents but also with families and then individuals and couples. And if we look at a personal testimony from yourself, why did you choose, what, what led you into doing this? Um, oh, I guess lots of... <laughs> Lots of different pathways and choices um, from when my youngest um, child started school, thinking that, you know, I needed to um, sort of wanted to go into something different and, and establish, I guess, a bit more of a career. I'd been a, a, an at-home mum for many years while yeah. my kids were young. And um, so tried a couple of options and um, found that uh, counselling was something that really resonated with me and and I had the ability, the skill to be able to do that um, and now find that it's just a real privilege to be able to support people and to hear their story and journey with them through various parts of their story yeah. and support them to become you know, more fully who they are as individuals and um, and support them in their interactions, their relationships with others um, as well. And how involved is the study to get to where you're at? Uh, so nowadays there's a, um, they're increasing the amount of regulation around counselling, which is a really positive thing so that um, not just anybody can, you know, hang a sign up on the door. And so... Um, they're looking at tertiary level qualification to be able to be an accredited counsellor with um, the Psychotherapy and Counselling Federation of Australia. And so I have a master's level of counselling yep. um, that, um, that you can um, start with undergraduates and bachelor degrees. Yeah, so that would have been quite gruelling going through the masters. Yeah, well, it was a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Part of part of good counsellor training is also um, learning about about the self of the counsellor because yeah. you bring yourself as a person yes. into every relationship with a client. And what's a critical part is to ensure that I know myself um, before I even attempt to uh, sit alongside somebody else who's in pain. Otherwise, things get very messy and all our pain gets mixed up together. If you look at the way that you were raised, were you raised... Uh, well, or did you struggle with self-esteem because of what your one of your parents said or did during your childhood years? Um, I think that um, overall I was raised well, and my parents are human, yeah. <laughs> um, and so there were still you know life experiences and things that happened both in my family and and then later on in in other circumstances that um, contributed to me um, struggling with some of those issues myself and needing to go through my own process of counselling and healing um, before and in conjunction with the training to be a counsellor that um, has helped me to deal with some of um, my struggles and difficulties. Are you, and able to, are you able to share one of those struggles or you don't have to if you don't want to? Um, oh... <laughs> <laughs> I put you on the spot there. <laughs> yeah, put me on the spot there. Um, let me think. Uh, so, yeah, I guess probably um, I struggled with the whole concept of of am I good enough? Yeah. Um, that would have been a, a fairly core 
thing um, that I didn't really realise I was struggling with um, and and yet has had quite a profound influence on my life. And um, and that sort of message came through lots of different, through different avenues to me um, through formative years. And so, yeah, it's it's quite a painful process to go through that sort of a healing journey, um, which I think gives me a lot more compassion and empathy and understanding for my clients and the journey that I'm inviting them to to go on if they if they want to. Are you able to summarize how you're able to recover and grow from that and become confident and and know that you're more than good enough? Um because of the support that I received from a very experienced therapist and many years of counselling that actually helped me to access a lot of the hurt that I'd buried and to give voice to that um, that little girl in me who um, had interpreted lots of things and formed a framework about herself that actually I've now come to realise isn't true. Yeah. Um, and so I don't need to any longer be bound by that and locked in that. Um, I can be free to be fully who I am and authentically me and I still make mistakes and I can still get things wrong and yet there's a freedom um, that has come with that, that process even though there was a lot of pain along the way. I'm glad you mentioned that because isn't it so common that the voices in our head just tell us lies yeah, and we absolutely. believe them mm, and absolutely. if we continue to believe them we just go downhill. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the first step is to realise that they are voices in our head. Um, I don't believe that anybody is born believing they're not good enough. I, I think that's something we learn. And um, and so therefore we can unlearn it. And, yeah. um, it, you know, it, it involves us connecting with and accessing the pain and hurt that comes with all of those beliefs um, that are false about yeah. who we are. And, um, and then being able to... Um, find healing through that and I think that um, a lot of the struggles that we experience happen within relationship you know particularly if you're talking about parents and children and the impact that we can have on our children that's occurring within the the context of a relationship which makes the context of the therapeutic relationship very powerful in helping to facilitate healing and change for for people who are struggling. And you know what when we look at ourselves and when we say, yes, I want to change, I want to be a positive person, I want to be someone who encourages others, it just fills us, it fills that person with joy and peace and an amazing feeling. Yeah, it does. Yeah, as long as you're doing it um, for the other person, not yeah. out of your own place of need and hurt. You know? yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes a... we can do things thinking we're doing it for others when we're really doing it for ourselves and we yeah. feel better because we're doing that. Um, so again, it comes back to awareness and being aware of, of your motivation and what's driving you, um, what messages that you have, um, are you freely choosing to do things or do you feel like you should, which tends to come from, you know, an external source if we feel like we should. That's Margaret's story. If you have a story, then let us know. Write a post on our Facebook page, Salvos Radio, or you can email us from our website, salvos.org.au forward slash radio and click on contact us.